that's right. I start the show. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. Hope you're not here to learn character creation the right way, because we are here to do cat creation, which is also character creation, but with cats. This is how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. I am a host of this show, and my name is Joel Holland. I am another host of this show, and my name is Austin Irwin. Hello, Austin. How's uh, how's life? Life is life. Uh, I'm awake and I'm alive, so uh, that really, what else can I ask for? You know what I'm saying? Man, that sucks. <laughs> Damn, he read straight through me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a podcast, as we've said about turning player characters into cats or more no that's that's not quite right it's turning cats into player characters i guess it doesn't matter what you do first because neither of these are real people we're just making up guys that are cats sometimes you're just gonna make stuff up you got that make up a guy twitter account we should make up a cat we we do do a podcast about it yeah you know what somebody really should do a podcast about that joel that uh i think i think that do numbers you know I don't know. I feel like at best it would probably get, uh, one moment, let me check our latest download numbers. <laughs> See, our last episode did, uh, oh, we got two downloads today, cool. Our last episode did 14 downloads in two weeks. Yeah, that's a download a day. I mean, it wasn't. It was more like we got, what was it, 10 day one, and then just a few here and there. Mm, fair enough. That's how it works, though, guys. Not everyone downloads your episode the day it comes out. Yeah, no. You gotta give people time. Yeah. Listen, all I'm saying is we're doing numbers because we still have a five star rating on Spotify. So, man, we're gonna we're gonna be riding the high of that one for a while. Also, hey, guess what's happening the week that we're recording this? What is happening? The show's anniversary. Oh my gosh, we've been around for a year. Yeah, and we totally forgot to mention it in the actual episode that releases on this week. We weren't thinking about it. it wasn't close enough. <laughs> nope. Someone should have really made a calendar and put this stuff down. Who uses calendars? I don't know. That one patron of ours who subscribed to the Google Calendar as his, like, $2 a month reward. Good segue. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> enough about our download numbers and, patre <laughs> and Patreon patrons. <laughs> That's enough peeking behind the curtain. We're gonna we're gonna draw those up and uh, we'll we'll talk about what we're doing and that's making a cat in the game Overarms. Yes, the game is called Overarms. It's uh, have you ever played one of those games like Persona or watched one of those shows like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or Shaman King or Fate? I've seen some gameplay of Persona and I've watched. Mainly clips of JoJo's, but I, I I understand the idea. You're you're a guy, and then you've got another guy. That's hold on, I can't word it like that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay uh, to say that there's another man inside you. Yeah, I was gonna say this. You're a guy that's got another guy inside you, um, but that's not quite right. <laughs> uh, I mean, the main appeal of shows like JoJo and Shaman King and all that. You get two guys for the price of one at all times. <laughs> There's so much guy per guy here. Exactly. 
So we're this game is essentially guy squared. You really gotta extrapolate him out. Yep. Which means that we're making a cat that's also a stand user, just so we're all clear. This is gonna be fun. I, I, I'm sorry. This game calls them. This game calls them anima. Anime. Yeah, sure. I'm already <laughs> thinking about what this cat's stand could be. It it will be a a major uh, a thing to worry about. But that's not the first thing that we have to worry about when it comes to this. We have some show things to take care of before we get that far. It's true. Let's uh let's go ahead and get this out of the way, everyone. This is a show. It is a show with structure, and because we have structure, there are rules we have to follow. Absolutely. Those rules are to ensure that we actually make for you a literal cat. Most importantly among these rules, and this is why it's rule number one, we accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat. We're making the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. Not some anthropomorphic race, not a person turned into a cat, not a lion, tiger, a construction equipment company, or any other cop-out <laughs> you can imagine. That's a new one. There is a, a construction equipment company called Cat. Oh yeah, I know. I've, I've seen I've seen cats. The the construction equipment. <laughs> On top of that, we've got some more rules. Rule number two being, we cannot use homebrew slash house rules. We can't make them up. If the rules in whatever rule book that we're viewing don't explicitly allow something to happen, we count it as a rule broken. And then if we come across rules as written versus rules as intended, we go with whichever one says you can't do that. Exactly. If the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to this game's character sheets. I could find no such thing looking through this book earlier, which I actually had a moment to do. Not. Rule number four is the character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you, has to exist in the game's core rulebook or as part of an official expansion. I do not believe we are looking at any expansions for this one. I don't know that there are any. Fair. Also, we cannot use homebrew classes. Yet again, homebrew does not exist. Not in our world, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is able to learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could normally do. For instance, most cats, as far as we knew, no, do not have stands. And uh, I would be willing to bet that most cats don't have stands, simply because it, just following the logic of, like, all those shows we talked about, if they did we would see cats shouting and posing at each other until one of them fell over dead all the time. I I don't know. I've, I've seen cats shout and pose at each other, but I can't say I've seen one fall over dead afterwards. I've seen a few play dead afterwards. True. But they were fine. They were just, they were just playing. Yeah, they're just messing around. Just guys being dudes. Exactly. On top of that, uh, if a tool would be physically impossible... For a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. So, you know, a cat probably couldn't use most cat brand <laughs> construction equipment. Not a literal cat. So sad to know that your cat is probably not forklift certified. Damn. Do you think you could get a cat forklift certified if you tried hard enough? If you bribe the right people, absolutely. <laughs> probably. Now, would I actually trust the forklift certified cat on a forklift? Depends on how many things they could stab with it. <laughs> In an open field, yes. At a concert hall, absolutely not. God, no. Rule number seven is if a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table, 
we will leave it blank so potential players can make it fit the group they're playing with. Don't think that applies to this game. Obviously, you can use this cat after we've created it, but there's no character creation that involves that. Yep. There is a whole Dropbox folder filled with all the characters we've made, so there's that for you. Stick around to the end of the show to find out where that is located. Or just check the show notes. We can't stop you. We're not the police. That's, yeah, that's true. Why'd you have to tell them, Joel? Now they won't listen. They're just gonna go off and play all of our cool cats on their own. Well, as long as they tell us about it, that's fine. Yeah, just tweet at us, or Tumblr at us. Now you will have to stay around to the end for that. Yeah. Those are definitely not in the show notes. Wink. You can't just say wink. (laughs) That means they know. But otherwise they won't know that I winked. I mean, fair. This is an an audio audio medium. medium. All right, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> before we reveal too many more secrets, our final rule is that we have to keep track of every rule that we break, um, and we will say those are broken rules at the end of the show, once we're, well, once we're done creating the cat. I actually don't know that we'll have broken rules this time. That's always the best. I, I'm just, like, it's possible. But again, I looked through this earlier to be sure, like, all the stuff leading up to character creation, and they don't specify humans, and there is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stand user that's a dog, so... Yeah, uh, crap, I forgot his name. I know who you're talking about, though. I've seen clips of the dog. Spoiler alert, I've seen clips of the dog. Well, wait, Joel, how far are you in JoJo? I am caught up to, like, whatever... What was it? Part six? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Arak uh Ara- how do you say- how do you pronounce that last name? No Araki. Idea. Uh he hates dogs apparently. Cause they they all every dog that we see, like it's it's treated so bad, like by someone. Even if it's just the villains, like somebody treat that dogs badly every time. Wild. The dog stand user though, I've seen a clip of his demise. Sorry for any JoJo stands out there. It's okay. That aren't caught up. I don't know that those exist, actually. That's true. If you're a fan of JoJo, you're definitely caught up. It's not like Probably. if you're like... At a, least a... caught up with the anime, right? Yeah, gotta be. And if you aren't, they did release the second half of Part 6 on Netflix already. In case you didn't hear. Which I, I didn't hear until it was like a few weeks out already. And that was a while ago. What's that one? Stone Ocean? Is that right? Yeah, that's the one. Anyway, enough about JoJo's... Anyways, enough about anime. No, not enough about anime. This is anime summer season. True, true, true. We are exclusively about anime right now. Right. I retract my previous statement. It's the final month of it, though, guys. (laughs) It is. We're we're nearing the end, so it's almost enough about anime. Yep. We, We gotta squeeze in just a couple more. Yep, this one, and then... Finally, next... Next uh, episode will be This World Summons Too Many Heroes. I've mentioned that one too many times for us to not do it. I'm so excited for that one. (laughs) Anyway, and then immediately after that, we're doing a lightning round because it'll be episode three. (laughs) Nice. Actually been like reaching out to people on Twitter and Tumblr to try and get a list together. And I think we've got a decent one, probably way more than we're going to be able to play. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw the posts on Twitter. Yeah, the uh, the posts on Tumblr got way more traction. Nice. Probably for the first time ever. But anyway, 
Where was I? That's right. We're going through character creation now. We can jump into the book physically. Get ready. We're entering our screens and becoming part of the, the book. Don't like to be words on a page, Joel. Well, okay. I guess we're not doing that then. No, we we, we, we can. You know, I'm down for new experiences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh Anyway, so could you uh, share your screen so that we can jump into the same one? Thanks. Anyway, step one of this whole process here is stat generation. And I read, like, this is as far as I got before I gave up earlier. But I love this because basically it's one of those systems where, like, you assign a different die to every stat going from D4 to D12. Hmm. One of the stats included is HP, but HP is different because you don't like have a, a die stat for that. You take the maximum value of whichever die you choose and apply it to your HP. And so I had the thought that like, huh, so if you really wanted to, you could take the 12-sided die and just start the game with 24 HP. You would be weak, dumb, clumsy, and antisocial, but you would be a tank. <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to make a weak, dumb, clumsy, antisocial tank? <laughs> we absolutely can. I, I think that'd be fun. I am only saying it because it would be funny. We don't actually have to do it. Joel, when do we not go with the funny option in this show? <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> so, does that max out our HP at 24? Yep. 24 is the highest HP you can get to start the game. Then we go down from there. So next we got the D10. And with that, we can choose to put it in strength, intelligence, dexterity, or charisma. I'm going to let that one slide. Thank you. D10. Also, like, the way this works is, like, I, I think it shows an illustration on the, the book, kind of. It shows HP 16, dex is D10, and then int is D6 on the bottom of page 17. Oh, gotcha. I see it. So that's how you write that in. So anyway, where are we where are we putting that D ten? That is a really good question. Do we want this? Maybe hmm, do we want this cat to be dumb but have a lot of charisma, or do we want it to be strong and really unlikable? <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be funny to have a charismatic tank who is who is slow and weak. Yeah, <laughs> who is slow and weak and dumb, but he can talk his way out of anything, and he cannot be hurt. Just a real smooth talker, built like a brick house. Impervious to pain. Alright, so do we want to do D10 for charisma then? I think I think that would be good. Alright. Then let's see. We've still got, I think the D8 is next. So, this would be, this is our average stat. So do we have average strength, intelligence, or dexterity? It's a good one. Because, like, I'm thinking, like, if you want to be able to talk yourself out of situations, you have to be at least a little intelligent. But also, okay. the more I think about that, I'm like, no, I've seen dumb, charming people get out of so much more than they should have. <laughs> See, the dumbness is part of the charm sometimes. That is that is true. The dumbness is part of the charm. Do we want to go strengthen? Sure, why not? I feel like intellect should be like our, like our D4. Maybe. I was thinking strength would be the D4, but I, I think oh, average really? is... We could do the D6 for strength, then, and then put the D8 somewhere else. Uh, we don't have to do that. I was just thinking, like, the 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 genre here really is 
reliant on characters who are very combat oriented. So how funny would it be to have a cat with with a stand who's good at everything except direct combat? No, I actually like that a lot. We <laughs> let's let's do it. Strength. You said D four then. Yeah, that's now back to D eight. Do we want that to be? So we we agreed we didn't want it for intelligence. So maybe dexterity. Yeah, really good at talking his way out of situations and kind of getting out of situations. You know. Yeah. Oh, you can change the font. We're using a program that lets us directly edit PDFs when we don't get form fillable ones now. It's good. Which uh, the pro for you guys is that we're not going to be putting up Word documents as pdfs in place of actual character sheets anymore the con is we now have the interesting position to be in of having power over the fonts yep it's okay you can auto select the font afterwards once i'm done editing this i can auto set it to be the right font and size every time i place a new text box that is convenient at least (laughs) sick but that also means that you guys will not be able to make any changes to our work. It is locked in. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks. Unless you get this specific PDF editor, probably. I don't know. Even the, You know, it's depending on how powerful a PDF editor they have, they probably can. Or if you know you just have a, a copy of Adobe Illustrator, you might be able to do something. But that's not, that's not our problem. That's your problem to figure out. You guys gotta work through that. So anyway, our stats are assigned... Yep, so step two. Step two is virtues, vices, and drives. I can read this little blurb here. Okay. A variety of characters from across many forms of media can be dissected to their real life or to reveal their virtues, vices, and drive. These elements please of a character's personality. Huh? Please don't <laughs> please don't dissect live people. Yeah, not live people. And only dissect dead people if you have a grant for that. <laughs> Yeah, don't just, like, go to, like, graves and find dead people to dissect. Trust me, someone's already done that. You don't need to do it again. Yeah, no. There's nothing left to dis- to discover, Magellan. There was a mortician who, who took over that task. Yeah, if so if you want to dissect people, go go become a mortician. These elements of a character's personality allows for a deeper character story. Below, you will find the proper way to add these elements to your character's personality. Uh, while this step is optional, it is recommended to add a deeper sense of self to your character. Make sure when implementing virtues, vices, and drive into your character that you play the part at the table and take each one into con- consideration during encounters and settings. Okay. First up is virtue. This trait is something that the character holds in a high moral regard. Examples, a character who will always hold the door for women, a character who will rob almost anyone of their valuables except for the poor. What do we what do we want our virtue? So the examples we got were always holds the door for women and will rob almost anyone except the poor. We could make like an anarchist cat or something. Oh, like say it. What did you think I was gonna say? Say his name. Like Hobie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> like where else do you get like a positive anarchist role model in modern media except for Splatoon three? Wait, who in Splatoon 3 is a positive anarchist? Uh, Shiver Fry and Big Man. Deep Cut. The radio announcer slash I- uh, pop idols. I did not realize that they were anarchists. 
Yeah, they host a show called the Anarchy Splatcast. Oh. Their most popular song is called Anarchy Rainbow. I, I did not know this. I, I was not well versed in the lore of Splatoon. That's your loss. I, I'm sure it is. Every time I see stuff about Splatoon, I'm like, wow, that looks so cool. It looks like a fun game. And then I never get it because I never hear anyone talking about Splatoon besides Joel. And then I, I always forget that it exists. <laughs> yeah, no, Shiver Fry and Big Man are anarchists. That is incredible. And the, and they're the good guys. Except for the the short part of the game where they bully you. Damn. If you're friends with an anarchist and you think they aren't going to bully you, you're... I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you guys were going after... Like, they were going after the same treasure. I We don't have time to talk about Splatoon lore right now. <laughs> we're we're going to get lost. Uh, what, what is this cat virtue? What, what's the what's a virtue of this cat? What if, what if it is, like... Protective of its hometown. Protective of its hometown. That's a good one. Maybe not its entire hometown, but like the street it lives it's it lives on or something. Or maybe we could just do like protective of like the people around them. That works. Though I think being protective of like a specific area would be really cool because like if something's happening in that area but you're far off, it, that can create a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's do that. Protective of its home street. Uh, it's stomping grounds, if you will. <laughs> I will. Why not? Thank you. Finally, somebody who gets it. <laughs> Up next, we have the vice. Sorry. <laughs> this trait is a flawed or corrupt aspect of the character. Example, a character who can't resist alcohol, a character who is constantly paranoid, or a character who can't help but make fun of bald people. <laughs> I've never... of that as an example of a vice. <laughs> hey man, how do you get through life? I don't know, man. I just drink a lot. What about you? I just fucking love making fun of bald people. <laughs> I sit out on the street every day hoping that one walks by. <laughs> I mean, it's not at all uncommon in, like, anime. If there's a bald character, somebody is going to bring it up. Oh, yeah. 100%. I've I've seen One Punch Man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I feel like we could have something tying into, like, a punk anarchist, like, personality. Like, no respect for authority. Ooh, that's a good one. Can't help but make one of- but want to make fun of cops or something. Really, really, just got has to taunt any authority figure because they're a cat. What are, what are they gonna do? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, police is record with dogs. So, do cats really want to take that risk? You know, on one hand, you're right, but on the other hand, I think cats cats are very well known for taking risks. True, true. And we could go that specific. Why not? I'm like, like I was thinking, just like general anti-authority. I I think we can do that. Depending on who you ask, making fun of cops is a virtue. <laughs> That's true. We, we can do a general error of like anti-authoritarian or anti-authoritarianism. I think it's just anti-authority. Oh no hyphen. Uh, no, there's a hyphen. It's just like if you were gonna write anti-authoritarian, that's that's slightly different. <laughs> yeah, just slightly. Is that? Oh man, I don't have I don't have spell check. Hold up. 
to AU. Wait, that up doesn't have spell check. No. No, it definitely doesn't, because I totally fucking spelled that wrong. Rip. Hey, if if you see one of these char- character sheets that has words spelled wrong on it, no, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? Now you can't fix it if it's not a fillable PDF. <laughs> That's true. But here's the thing. We probably can't fix it either, so don't ask. Yeah, once it's once we've made it, I don't think we can take the same one and fix it. Anyway, our drive is the next one. Okay, drive. This trait is something that pushes the character towards their goal. Examples. A character who searches for an herb to heal their ill parent. A character who became a detective in order to find the person who framed them years ago. What is What is the drive of an anti-authority real punk cat hmm free what would it be free friskies and kitty litter for all i don't know it's like this is the their big motivation their big character goal yeah the reason they want to become the shaman king reason they want to overthrow that freaking vampire that's been haunting their family for millennia i mean we could just say this cat wants to be able to kill the vampire haunting its family oh you're making a jojo yeah Yeah, I was gonna ask, did I do that right? And then you started talking, and I was like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't do that right, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a JoJo reference. Didn't register right away. <laughs> Let's see, what would be a good like sabotage that development project going on nearby? Ooh, or like sabotage the the encroaching de- uh, development project or something. That'd be really cool. That's gonna that's gonna really negatively impact this neighborhood. Yeah, and he's very protective of home street. I like that a lot. That could always like even if it does get sabotaged, like in game, whether that's an in game thing or like something that happens frequently throughout the game of like there's one company specifically that like keeps bringing in these new projects and like destroying parts of the town. Yep. This cat is just not about it. <laughs> Oh, God. Welcome back to Austin Can't Fucking Spell. How do you spell sabotage? S-A-B-O-T-A-G-E. I'm sorry, you do not get that point. You did not say the word after. We're going to move on to the next round of the spelling bee. Oh. (laughs) Sabotage the... Sorry, what were we going with? Sabotage the... The... The, like, nearby land development projects or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember what I said a minute ago. Just barely fits on the page. Let's go. Next up is background and history. Everyone has a past, and it's up to you to, ter- to determine who you want to be in the many worlds of overarms. Take inspirations from other forms of media and design a character that you feel would be fun to play, while also fitting into the stats developed earlier and the setting of your game. Below are a few questions, singular, to ask yourself when creating a character's background and history to help Further character development. While you do not have to answer all of these when creating a character, it is recommended to read them over or come up with similar questions before moving on. So, this doesn't go specifically on the character sheet. They just want us thinking about who we're we're playing here. Okay. Like, do I... I think I understand that, right? Yeah. Because there's not really a spot for it unless you put it in, like, bio, appearance, and inventory. We could briefly describe our appearance background a little bit of little blurb 
So we've got this, we've got, we already know, we have this kind of anarchist cat, right? Mm -hmm. We've already answered what their goal is. Oh, I like this one. What kind of emotion does my character physically resemble? Interesting. That, that does appear in people. You know, sometimes, obviously, you know, people can show their emotions and everything physically. But the emotion that I have been told I most physically resemble is sadness apparently i've had multiple people come up to me and i remember one specifically was this person i used to work with and we were talking about appearances and stuff and they got to me and this this girl at my job was like yeah you just kind of look sad all the time like (laughs) like you just got something about your face like i always think you look sad and i'm like i'm like i'm i'm generally a pretty happy guy (laughs) And ever since then, that's all I can think about is, like... They caught you with the mask down. Yeah. It it was in college. I didn't have the greatest college life. Understandable. I th- I thought I was still pretty... A pretty happy-go-lucky dude. And they're like... I, <laughs> that wasn't the only time. Somebody's like, man, you just look so sad all the time. Are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> but we can ask more questions about this cat. Does our cat look sad all the time? Or are they more, like, angry? I don't know. I Like, when I hear this question, I just imagine, like, whatever... Oh, crap. I forgot his name all of a sudden. The knight who got his hand cut off in Nimona. Like, whatever oh. that look on his face is the entire movie. Crap, what is his name? I want to say Balthazar. I know that's not right. Ballister. Ballister, that's it. Yeah, whatever the heck is going on with uh, Ballister's face the whole movie, that that's what this cat, that that's the vibe this cat gives off. He always has the, he has the Puss in Boots eyes, bro. But at all times, <laughs> that's what it what is. What having your ex cut off your arm does to you. I mean, <laughs> my ex cut off my arm, I'd look like that all the time too, yeah. <laughs> what getting framed for murder does to a man. <laughs> Damn, you hate to see it. <laughs> they hate to see a man framed for murder winning. <laughs> yeah, do we want to just say, like, whatever the he- like, th- this cat just has, like, eternal Puss in Boots face? Yes. Maybe the cat that we have on the uh, podcast art cover, that orange cat, mm-hmm. that we put the big anime eyes on <laughs> for anime summer season, maybe, maybe that's a picture of this cat. That's true. That's it. That's that's our cat. Yeah. Is that what we want to go with? I don't know. I I do like the idea of like just the eternal puts in boots face though, as he yeah. you know sabotages construction sites. What's our charisma again? D ten. Yeah, that's our second best stat. <laughs> so he's he's got to have him the eternal puss in boots eyes. No one is going to touch this guy. Yeah, no, he's just a little guy. No one's gonna be mean to him. You wouldn't hurt a little guy, would you? Never. You got beef with a little guy? You got beef with a silly little guy? What's wrong with you? How are you going to sit there and be mad at a silly little guy, huh? You can't. <laughs> it's impossible. Okay, what else do we know about this cat? What, what what do they got going on? Okay, so we know he's an anarchist with a a tendency to sabotage things. I'm going to look up this word on a, a thesaurus because there's a word that I'm thinking of, and I'm wondering it don't see tendency proclivity as I think what I was going for, maybe. Uh a proclivity for sabotage. 
need a spell check on that word, my guy. Yeah, one second. I'm going to look it up on dictionary.com just to make sure that this is the word that I think it is. Natural or habitual inclination or tendency. Yeah, okay. So uh, it's spelled like this. Uh, check the Discord chat once Discord unfreezes. Classic Discord. Gotta love it. So is there anything else we want to put in this cat's bio? Any other questions here we want to answer? Uh, how would others describe my character? When and why did my character gain an anima? What is my character afraid of? What kind of characteristics does my character possess? We've kind of already answered that one. Looking cute, breaking things. What kind of emotional characteristics does my character possess? I think it would be fair to say, not phased by much. Yeah, no. Very stone-faced. How about that? Not stone-faced. Yeah, no. It's got Puss in Boots face. Unbothered by almost everything. Yeah, that works. Not bothered by much. Not even most physical harm. Next step. Appearance. We've kind of already talked a little bit about appearance. Mm -hmm. A very important factor to take into consideration when explaining your character to others is its appearance. So are we actually going with, like, the orange cat, like, thing, or... Oh, no, I was mostly goofing. We can okay. do an orange cat, though. I don't I don't know if we... Have we done an orange cat? We've done quite a few orange cats. Uh, let's see, there was Meow, there was... I feel like we've done some orange cats in lightning rounds in the past. Yeah, probably. Very chaotic. That's the thing, though. Orange cats are chaotic. It, we got yeah. an anarchist. Is our cat too smart to be orange, though? Because what do we give it in intelligence? Wait, our second lowest stat is intelligence. Okay, so it could be an orange cat. Could. What are some other semi-dumb kind of cats? I mean, tabbies are semi-dumb. They're they're pretty standard cat, right? Perhaps. Googling dumb cat breeds real quick. We've got Bulldog, Afghan Hound. Those don't seem right for some reason. <laughs> That's... Uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> dumb. dumb. Cat breeds. Yep, bulldog, beagle. <laughs> Those are some pretty dumb-looking cats. I gotta fucking say, man. <laughs> Apparently, short hair cats. Apparently, so we could say like an orange short hair. Yeah, works for me. What if we gave this cat like a like a scar? You're going to put a scar on this beautiful uh, puss in boots face cat? Doesn't have to be on their face. All right, fine. It's on their uh, right shoulder. Right front shoulder. Right front shoulder. Because let's be honest, if a cat is coming up and like, you know, meowing at a work site and everything, or like getting into trouble, they're, they're you know, not, one, not everybody is going to be nice to the cat no matter how cute they look because people suck. Right. And two, this cat does not have a high-vis vest, so they could just be getting into sticky situations. That's what the anima is for. True. Maybe this was before they got the anima. Maybe this is how they got Maybe. the anima. Maybe. Maybe. We can we can leave uh, some of that up to the player. But Yeah. Would you say on their front right shoulder? Yeah. I'll just say from their past. Yeah, that works. And then step five is money and social status. When playing over arms, it's important to decide how you want to handle character income. Income will be used to determine your social status what items or relics you can purchase, and in some way, even the way NPCs or your fellow party treat you when playing. So I think this also goes in that bio section. Yeah. 
Yeah, it says so at the bottom. Players are expected to relay the details of how they earn their income. Where did you work? Was it a good shift? Did you steal this money? Do you like who you work with? Now, this is a good question. How much money would this cat have? I don't know that... Like, we've talked about this in the past with other characters, like, base the amount of money they've had on what kind of home they live in. Yeah. But we have also had cats whose explicit concern was earning money for themselves or someone else, so. True. Like, we did factor in their their money based on that, but this is an anarchist. That's, Do they yeah. care about money? That's my biggest thing, is, like, maybe this cat just doesn't care. Like, no job. No job. No family. <laughs> just running around. I feel like it's kind, it would kind of just be, like, the neighborhood cat. The cat doesn't have an owner, but, like, nobody can turn it away if it decides to sleep on their porch or beg for food or something. True. It's those eternal puss in boots eyes. Yeah. So. No one gets mad at it for knocking over trash cans, digging for leftovers. How could they? Still no income, but... They have a way to take care of themselves. Yep. No need for money. They get by other ways. Okay. So technically that would be poverty. Poverty. And we could even treat like the 10 G per day is like the value of the things that they find to take care of themselves or something. Cause like it's assumed that you have that, that income level. Gotcha. Maybe just stuff they find like coins and stuff they find on the ground. Yeah. That could be their passive income. Something like that. Alternatives to earning money. I guess we do have... Money can be earned a myriad of ways. For example, money can also be earned by defeating enemies in combat. Probably the only way this cat gets money is by, like, committing self-defense. Oh, yeah. Next step is anima creation. Let's go. Alright. Now that you've finished your player character, it's time to move on to anima creation. As previously explained in the introduction, an anima is a physical manifestation of the soul and personality of the user possessing supernatural abilities. It is important to create your player character before creating your anima, so don't skip to this section first. Below, you will find steps to creating an anima for your player character. Yeah. You have stat generation, anima type, ability, and appearance. Yep. Oh, and there's there's actually different stats for this. Okay, so there... There might be, we talked earlier about this, but the character sheet has three sections that all look the same. Mm -hmm. So we thought that they were just like repeats, but it could be that they all actually matter. Or no, never mind. They don't. It's down below on a second star. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, forget everything I just said. So anima sets are done the exact same way. It looks like we have D4, D6, D8, D10, and D12 dice. And these stats are power, used to determine how strong the anima ability is, speed, used to determine its speed, defense, range, and anima points. This one is also a special stat. It is never used for a check, and whatever die value you place here becomes double. It's basically the exact same as HP. I'm guessing it's like your mana pool. Yeah. Your spell slots, however you want to think of that. L-O-T-S slots. Should I know that acronym? No, you said spell slots. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, what what do we think our cat is good at? Well, this isn't our cat. You're right. This is our anima, our stand, our persona, our 
spirit partner, whatever the thing is from Shaman King. I can't remember. One of those things. Let's see. Our cat is already a tank. Yep. So we don't really need a ton in defense. Like, maybe... Well... Maybe this is, like, a glass cannon sort of situation. Where, like, the anima is, like, super powerful but really weak. But the cat can just stand there and take blows. <laughs> I mean, we could do it that way. Defense is used to determine how durable and resistant it's to attacks. Uh, in combat, it reduces damage. So we've got a lot of HP, but if we're wanting to play a true tank, mm. we probably do want that damage reduction. Okay, true. So I feel like that should still be either our D10 or our D12. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Do we want... Is there anything we would want to use the D12 for? You know, I'm not really concerned about how powerful exactly the anima is because we've already d determined the cat cannot fight. Like, it's it's bad at fighting. Mm -hmm. So, the anima can be good, it can be bad, I don't really care. Range, though. Just keeping those guys away. That's what I was thinking, is like, we really want, like, a big range. Because we've got a little guy, but he got big range. I like the idea of 12 in range, 10 in defense. I like that, too. I think it's just the same thing. Uh, so, 12 in range and 10 in defense, right? Yep. I think that's where we want to go with it. You know what's funny? What? About this font. What? The D10 looks like it says Dio. <laughs> you thought you were boosting your defense, but it was me, Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, next... <laughs> Next, we have to decide on our D8, right? Yes. Oh, man. Maybe we'll want to put the D8 in our AP. All right. Because, like, if this cat is... Depends if, if this cat is getting into trouble a lot, we want to be able to use our anima a bit. Right. We, and a D8 would let us use it an average amount. Yeah. So I'm thinking either a D6 or a D8. Let's do... Let's, let's say D8 for now. That gives us a low power and speed anima, but that's fine. You said it was doubled, right? Uh, yes. Speed and power. We made dexterity... No, that was our average stat before. Yeah. Do, do we want to give him just a little bit of boost in power? Because I feel like we, if we do D4 for both, there's absolutely no chance of us ever succeeding in combat, even from all the way over there. Yeah. So do we want to do Maybe that as D6 our... for power. And then we don't have to be fast because, like, who cares if you hit us? Exactly. Have you seen my HP in defense? Get over here, nerd. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> okay. Sweet. So that is our stats. Nice. I think they're looking pretty good. And then we have different anima types. Yeah. Types are used to determine what you would like your anima to specialize in during combat. All types use two different stats to, de to determine accuracy and damage checks in combat. One stat belonging to your character and another belonging to your anima. All players must choose one anima type. There are only four. So, I feel like we'd be a good magician or guardian. Probably not an assassin or fighter. Yeah, no. So, yeah, magician fits high range and low power, which we have guardian fits high defense de defense and low speed which we yeah we also have we could re we could really pull off either one of these yeah now i like magician because you know you think about anarchists while obviously they're down with them like 
down with the man, or not down with the man, but like they say down to the man. Right. But also they're a lot like they participate in a lot of like mutual aid and stuff like that. So like helping, yep. you know, their fellow people. So yeah, they've got both the the offense and the the support with that. Whereas Guardian is like almost fully support, yeah, but not not quite limited to it according to this, but mostly support. Yeah, Magician will help one kind of round out the stats and also kind of ties in. I feel like a little bit better to our character because like obviously he wants to support those around him that are also being suppressed. Yep, sounds good. I don't really have a spot for that. Oh, yeah, it does. Anima type right there. Well, we haven't named these yet. Let's see. An anima begins the game with one ability and learns... Oh, I'm sorry. I think I'm getting ahead of us. Anima abilities is what comes next. Abilities can be used at any time during a game of overarms, although there may be times where using these abilities may be more appropriate than others. Abilities can be very broad in terms of how they are used and are absolutely urged to be crafted and used in creative ways, that can aid the user in both combat and everyday scenarios. So we get to decide what this is. We, like, we're not locked in. Yeah, Like, no. all the ones below are just samples. Yeah, we can make whatever we want. The world is our oyster, Joel. Okay. One of the suggestions is able to become and turn things into two-dimensional objects. Do you know how OP that is? I've played Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's bothering you. You can just turn them into a flat Stanley and leave. <laughs> I'll send you on a postcard, baby. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's see. What's... I love the other one that's able to see events that happened in the past. Because my immediate thought is, so having a good memory. <laughs> I mean, I, you don't technically have to be there for it. <laughs> I, I know. I it just... doesn't have to be your past. Like, yes, I can, my superpowers, I can perfectly recall any event that has happened within my past through my own eyes. That's just the first thing my brain went to. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. So what would our, our cat's, would our cat's ability be sabotage related? It's gotta be, right? Maybe like, ooh, what if they had the ability to like change the... I don't want to say like molecular molecular structure of things because that's too that seems too op. But like, imagine you're like laying concrete, or you've just laid concrete. It's dried, and you're ready to start building. And this cat walks across it, and it turns into just like mud again. <laughs> okay, I I get what you mean. So there's a cup. There's a couple things that we could do uh, with this. There is a Masks Any Generation podcast I used to listen to before they went on hiatus forever ago, where one of the player characters was a mushroom person who could change the density of any object she touched. That's what I was thinking of, changing the density of objects. So, like, she could make something really, really heavy or really, really light. Yeah, because, like, you put up, you put up half a building... And then, oh no, your support beam collapses overnight because the density got changed to, like, an ounce. I'm not entirely sure if that works. Architects, come at me. I mean, if you if you made something that's supposed to be like, able to bear the weight of a building, 
suddenly unable to, you know, bear its own weight, then it would certainly collapse. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking up the definition of density right now. <laughs> density is the number of things, which could be people, animals, plants, or objects in a certain area. To calculate density, you divide the number of objects by the measurement of the area. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds about right. So do we want to do density manipulation then? Yeah, we could do that. I feel like somebody's going to bring this in and their GM is going to be like, that's way too OP, get rid of that. <laughs> I mean, it. It's not as OP as some JoJo's have been. Like, there was one JoJo whose power was just, just shy of transmutation. Oh, God. Like, if they really wanted to, they could probably just become, like, an alchemist. That's my dream. But which one was that? Diamond is Unbreakable is the one I'm thinking of. Hmm. Let me get the Japanese name for that. Th that was the name of the show. It Like, it translates loosely to, like, Diamond is Not Crash. Oh, I thought you were talking about a JoJo-like stand. Because I know that the JoJo stands all have, like, whack names. I mean, they're all they're all in English, mostly. I know, well, I, I learned from a friend that the localization... It's just how they say them. Yeah, they had to change it for the localization because, like, if you're watching they, it... They've had to do that, like, ever since he went from naming them after tarot cards <laughs> to, to, like, musicians. yeah. Because I know there's a fucking stand in the show called Speedwagon. No, no, that's a character. That's a character? His name is Ro yeah, his name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Arius. He's in part Arius one. Speedwagon. God damn it. And, and to, like, up to part six, there's a lot that changed after, like, at the end of part six. So I don't know about Steel Ball Run and all that. But at least as of the end of part six... <laughs> There is still a, an organization that is directly translated to the Speedwagon Foundation. Oh my god, Robert. But yeah, there's also Speed. some that are like Killer Queen yeah. that have been retranslated to Crazy Queen. Yeah. Or something I, I've, like that. I've heard that they, like, they're changed ever so slightly. So what? we have two other abilities to go. Oh wait, no, hold on. And Anima begins the, yeah, begins the game of Wonder. But yeah, uh, free idea for anyone at home. If you get this character to the high enough level where it gets all three abilities, just let it do straight up transmutation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Listed, they're not listed as D8s. They're listed as well. I mean, on the the character sheet sample it gave us earlier, it listed them as D8s. So true. I guess it's up just to you. Like, now nah, I'm just gonna list them as D8, 10, 12, whatever. All right, but now we got to come up with an appearance and name. What does this, what do they look like? One moment. I'm going to do a quick Google search. Okay. How about a lion? That could be cool. Okay, so long story short, what I Googled was what animals are associated with alchemy. I, I, I thought lions were associated with alchemy because there was a steel-type lion introduced in Pokemon, and that was a huge, like alchemy reference apparently like mm -hmm. a lot of stuff in sun and moon was tied to alchemy true like lions were supposed to be like according to this they're just held in high regard and then the other final form lunala was a phoenix or a raisin which is spiritual animal aspects of alchemy yeah we could do a lion like you said i can't really think of any other animals that and it doesn't necessarily have to be an animal it could have a totally just straight up human anima there's nothing stopping us from doing that true 
like if we're if we're doing the the alchemy the transmutation thing or at least giving the pl- planting that seed in the the uh, player's head we could do a lion or hear me out chimera they okay. they got a lion on there don't they i think so can't remember what all a chimera is e- yes it has yeah cuz it has the head and body of a lion and then it has the head the head of a goat head of a goat oh has the head and front paws of a lion, the head and the back legs of a goat, and then the head and the wings slash tail of a dragon. Well, wait, are we sure about that? That looks... Okay, I see what you're looking at. That looks like uh, Critical Role art. I think it's mostly just the lion and the goat. I thought it also had a dragon, though. Oh, no, you... there's other portrayals with the dragon on there. Never mind. Yeah, because there's also some with, like, the dragon. Oh, it's or a serpent. A ser- yeah, I think it's supposed serpent. to be like a serpent. Oh, like a basilisk or something. Basilisk. Okay. Whatever you call it. I guess That's I've seen... Where, uh... Do what? Nothing. Okay, now that we're talking about this, I just straight up cannot remember if the Shin Megami Tensei uh, Chimera has anything other than the lion and the goat head. Maybe you never noticed. I I must have not noticed that it had a snake <laughs> on its tail or something. Joel? I think... <laughs> I... No, no, <laughs> guys. He found a uh, a picture of a chimera where all the heads have Bambi eyes. But it fits. Wow. Oh man. I am putting my foot down. <laughs> this is like some kid's draw. This is like some like fifth or sixth graders drawing. <laughs> All of these, all of these animals on this chimera have Disney face. <laughs> Anyways, I I saw that immediately. Sorry, uh, audio listeners, aka literally all of you. Look, if you just Google chimera and scroll you'll, down on Google Images long enough, you'll find it. You'll find it. You'll see exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Okay, so do we want to do just a lion, or do we want to do the chimera? Let's do the Chimera, why not? Okay. Uh, I about type this. I mean, that's what they did to both Solgaleo and Lunala in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. When they fused them with Necrozma. Again, alchemy reference, guys. Pokemon Sun and Moon, just one big alchemy reference. Look it up. True. Literally play Sun and Moon. It's, it's not as bad as you remember, I promise. <laughs> well, Sun and Moon are. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are much better. That's true. It's- Except for the part where they ruin Lusamine's character arc, but we don't have we don't have time to talk about that in detail. We gotta we gotta move on here. Yeah, I never got to play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because I was like, I played Sun and Moon. Why would I need those? You need those so that you can get traumatized by the giant glowing dragon thing at the end of the game. Ultra Necrozma. Yeah, I the only reason I know that by the way is because I recently watched somebody try <laughs> try and fail three times. To do it is disproportionately. <laughs> I don't know it between like incredibly disproportionately challenged boss battles in Pokemon. It is honestly a tie between Diamond and Pearl Cynthia and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon's Necrozma. <laughs> what about Heart Gold's Whitney? If you had a fighting type on your team, you were fine with Whitney. That's true. It was just hard to get a fighting type. Yeah, because th- there, there were, were only no... like two available at that point in the game. Mm-hmm. That's what shiny Ultra Necrozma looks like. That's sick as fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Okay. Um, again, the only reason we are. 
but the only reason I know that Ultimate Crossman exists is because I watched somebody, these two guys, try and fail three times to do an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, randomized Nuzlocke, <laughs> and they fought Ultimate Crossman. And that's Ultra what Necrozma. got him each time. They it, the first time they fought Ultra Necrozma won somehow, and then the second time they, or the third time they caught Ultra Necrozma because it was their first encounter, which is a one hundred percent catch rate in that game. So they threw one Pokeball and got him. Hacks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's... I mean, yeah. It's a randomizer, but <laughs> <laughs> we we got it. We gotta get back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 going. We're going. I, I don't think we need to really explain beyond Chimera. It's got it's got the three heads: the lion, the goat, the serpent. Yeah, that, that that's it. There you go. If you don't know what it is, Google it. <laughs> yeah, that is it. We're done. Almost. Don't don't say we're oh, done. Oh yeah, we gotta say, name them. We we do have to name them both. So what is this character? Let's see. Let me pull up the list. Too bad Iggy's already taken. That would be a nice JoJo reference. You know. I'm going to be honest with you. I think we can only use, like, once we get done with anime summer season and uh, clear the next lightning round, I think we got to get rid of the list. You think so? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I I think we've used all the names off of it that we actually like already. Yeah. Kind of right. I'm trying to think, because I was looking, so... This would be the time, though, to use either Cecil or Goober. Oh, true. I was looking... I don't know if you've seen on Twitter the Meows Morales that's been going around. I have seen some. Oh my god, I love it. I was trying to see if there was one for Hobie, if they had like a cat name for him, but I don't think they do. <laughs> so I, I am a big fan of Goober. I think that's the last one on this list that like I really, really enjoy. Alright, let's do Goober. This cat's name is Goober. Go- Goober. <laughs> And then, do we want to name this cat after a band, or oh, is the that anima? too? Or the, yeah. Oh, the anima. First of all, yes. Secondly, which band? What would be a good fit for Chimera? I'm trying to think of like every band I've ever listened to, and all I can think of are the like the three that I've most recently heard, and they're just like random things I found on YouTube, and pro- like I don't even know if they're like super popular or anything. I mean, they might be, but we've got Wind Rose, which is a metal band that sings about being like fantasy dwarves. Okay. And then, and then there's, there's a Honey Revenge. Wait, you listen to Honey Revenge? I have recently discovered them. Oh, I went to a concert with them. That's, I discovered them right before. Interesting. They're really good live if you haven't seen them. Anyways. Again, I literally just found them by accident a few days ago. <laughs> Oh, I could have told you all about their discography. <laughs> would would a Honey Revenge be a good name for a Chimera is the only thing. That's, that's a good question. I think it'd be a good name. Funny enough, that name is also off the other band that I thought. Because I was like, I was like, Dance Gavin Dance is a three title or a three word band name. <laughs> and I figured we... We would be able to change. I mean, we've had a stand name. There was a a JoJo stand named Red Hot Chili Peppers. So the name, the length of the band name, oh, does not matter. That's yeah. <laughs> um, either that or there's another band called Wise Man's Fear. Okay, why not? I don't know which one though. Those are just suggestions. 
I think, funny enough, I think Honey Revenge fits, though, because our cat is very sweet, but also, you know, wants, wants revenge on, on the man for screwing over his okay. town. So I think, I I think Honey Revenge probably fits the best. Fun fact, Honey Revenge is also the title of the Dance Gavin Dance song. I don't know if I just said that or not. You may have. You you brought up two of those things together. Either way, fun fact. Okay, I think, is that it? Did we do it? We may have done it. This time for real. Gosh, we, we done did it. Nice. I'm trying to see if I'm I can I'm assuming save. the level is like one. I should probably add, well, I'll leave that blank because they're definitely going to change that. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. We should not touch that. <laughs> trying to see if I can save this. I think it might save it. Oh, you're just trying to save the one page? Yeah, because there's no, like, file option. And I don't want to click home for fear of it wiping everything that I've written. Yeah, I understand. And there's not, like, options that pop up on the saved dialogue, then? Nope. Well, that's unfortunate. That's okay, though. You just have to scroll to the second page, because I think that's the one Austin chose. Yep, second page, because it looks the coolest IMO. I can accept that. This game called Overarms? Yep. I say that after we've been recording for hour and a half <laughs> it's also written at the bottom of the character sheet but who's counting oh my god don't do me like that joel <laughs> oh i can save it as a png image too what we don't need that you're gonna make our audience print off a png from their printer no that's what i thought click save as it says web page well sorry probably audience. save it as an html as well yeah. You're gonna make our audience try and print off a web page? No, I would never. You wouldn't print a web page. I mean, I would. It just wouldn't turn <laughs> out well because. <laughs> <laughs> so I Sorry. heard a funny story recently that apparently they pirated the background music of those ads. <laughs> I've heard that before. I never knew if that was true. I don't know if it's true, but. <laughs> If it was, it would be pretty funny. You wouldn't download I... a song that's not free use. Sorry, what were you going to say? Me when you when you what? Me, I was going to say me when I spread unverified information <laughs> online. Who doesn't love spreading misinformation on the internet? <laughs> oh, a... I didn't say it was misinformation. I just didn't verify it before oh, posting it. Unverified. It's okay. Snopes will get you. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've. Snopes has has like covered some things that like were verifiable through other sources to not be true and they've said, Yeah, this is fine or you know, the the other way around. Yeah. Like I remember back when uh that that one senator uh voted no on something by doing like a, a cute pose with her thumb down uh and they and they said, No, she didn't do that. What the heck are you talking about? As if there wasn't literal video evidence that went live on TV. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, they falsified the live footage. Somebody who's in that room on on Adobe just cranking <laughs> away. Anyway, enough enough political opinions about yeah. Snopes, I guess. <laughs> Austin, do you have any anything to Oh yeah, we didn't break any rules. Austin, do you have anything to plug? Wait, wait to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of my kitchen appliances are unplugged right now. Oh, you might want to plug those in if you need to use them. I just need the microwave. Anyways. <laughs> Is your microwave running, though? Um, well, it's not on, so no. The clock is running. 
Uh, well, you better go catch it. God damn. Alright, anyways. <laughs> I guess the only thing I really have to plug is I'm on Twitter. I'm on for who knows how much longer. I, I'll tell you what, though. I'm not fucking joining threads until that has been confirmed. That's where everybody's going. <laughs> Dude, don't join threads. Even if everyone else goes to threads, do not join threads. Like, have you... It's literally banned in European in the European Union for violation of privacy. Laws. Oh yeah, that's literally the reason I'm not getting it. Like, I, I I I'm not getting on there because I know how meta is with their data. But no, if if Twitter goes down in flames, like everybody is so sure that it will, and I'm very skeptical that it will, I will be on Tumblr, so you can find me there at Avalon Alchemist or. You can find me on TikTok, where I post very rarely, but I exist there. But the place you can find me doing fun stuff and being the cool guy that I am is Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Avalon Alchemist. I'm almost finished with my Fallout New Vegas playthrough. I've got a ton of other games I want to play. I want to beat Elden Ring again at some point. That's kind of on the back burner, though, because... I want to play Slime Ranger 2. I just got that. I got Spider-Man Miles Morales to get through before Spider-Man 2 comes out. I've got some other stuff cooking in the background. Some fun streams that I'm going to be... I will be at some point... So, this is, this is a little peek behind the curtain. Our previous guest, Fenocellaris, and I are planning some stuff. And there will be more about that when the time comes. Actually, funny enough, this, this episode might be out by the time that time comes so who knows let's see this episode is going out august uh one second the 9th of august that stuff will either be coming up shortly so be on the lookout for it or it is already passed so apologies (laughs) It, it sucks when we record these so far in advance because like i just talked with finn about this like last week or the week before but it wasn't solidified until like this past week so it's hard to make announcements in advance when we're already in advance. <laughs> Go check me out there. I stream as basically as much as I can, basically whenever I have free time. I, uh, another quick peek behind the curtain. Austin and I have kind of loosely floated the idea in the past of like recording the housekeeping section sec- separately so that we can throw it in like wherever we want. I don't know that we necessarily need to throw it in the middle of the show, but it might be nice to, like, record that separately <laughs> so, that, so that we can announce stuff on time. So that we can a- announce stuff in a timely manner easier. <laughs> that, that Yeah, that might be a good idea, Joel. We'll have to think about that for the future. Like, I can't remember why it was floated the first time, but we never acted on it. And now, like, we've actually got maybe a good reason to think about it again. Uh, Anyway, that's anything else you need to plug real quick. Uh, Nope, that's all I got. What have, what have you got for us, Joel? All right. Well, I have less confidence than Austin that Twitter will last much longer. Um, Don't get me wrong. It's probably going to be here the rest of the year. Yeah. For as long as your uh, rate limit lasts. I thought they got immediately got rid of those. I've not hit it at all. Oh, well, maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm not sure. I don't know. It was unconfirmed whether or not they did. I don't know. I saw a lot of people hitting their rate limits, especially the first few days it was out, but they may have quietly turned that off. Who knows? Yeah. All I know is 
the stuff aside from that is all going on as well. The lawsuits are getting decided upon. Money is owed to people. It, it's just not looking good for Twitter or Elon Musk specifically. Yeah, no. So, me personally, I'm on Twitter as long as it lasts, at Denala Lioge. I'm also on Tumblr, at Denala Lioge. Um, I'm other places as well, and you can find those other places and learn how to spell Denala Lioge by going to jholland.start.page. I still don't really have any special projects going on. As of right now, I'm still only part-time employed, so if you want, like commissions for 3d art or some stuff like that i might be able to help you out i've got nothing better to do at the moment but one of these days i'm gonna have to edit something like that out because i'll actually get a job <laughs> not if we a not if we do start doing this section in the middle or separately exactly <laughs> all the more reason but anyway about the about the show now you can find the show i'm skipping to the show because i don't really have any special projects going on. But about the show, you can find the show by going to literalcatpod.start.page, and there you will find information about the show. You can find our email address, which is literalcatpod at gmail.com. There I just said it anyway, so you don't have to go there for the email. <laughs> the email is where you can email us pictures of cats, business inquiries, what else can you send recommendations for games or if you have a cat you want us to make then we can do that oh yeah i forgot we were totally supposed to make uh one of one of quinn and alex's cats into a character oh right yeah my bad quinn and alex i know you were looking forward to this we forgot you know sometimes life is just a mess we can we can keep that in mind for next episode yeah we say that we're gonna forget again. Yeah, I, I'm gonna feel reminder. so bad if we forget again. Unless someone sends us a reminder by like 5 p.m. on August 25th, we are going to forget again. I think you mean July 25th. Yeah, that's what I mean. August. But 25th this episode, but this late. episode won't come out until August, so they can't remind us. Uh, yeah. So, so if somebody has a time machine. Yeah, someone on this show is going to have to set a reminder for 5 to 6 p.m. on August 25th so that we remember to do this. BRB, I'm going to my reminders app right now. Sounds good. Uh, note to self. Make note to self for later. But back on track. So you can get the email, literalcatpod at gmail.com. You can access the Twitter and Tumblr, which are both literalcatpod. You can access the YouTube, which is also literalcatpod. You can find Literal Cat Pod on most of your pod of your favorite podcast apps by clicking that. We got like a plink link that's supposed to like take you directly to your app uh, if you're using it on your phone uh, over there. So that's cool. Buddy of mine, George, showed me how to do that. While you're over there on your own app, you could leave us a rating or review. Like the the two guys who gave us five star ratings on Spotify. Those guys are cool. We have no idea who they are because they didn't leave reviews. You know. But the fact that they left us five-star ratings, again, we're going to be riding that high forever. Yeah, that's that's the best we'll get because everybody's only going to give us five-star reviews. Or maybe four stars, but, like, no one's ever going to rate this level, this show below four stars. We are worth, we are worth 
that for an up star rating. Absolutely. We we know our worth. Do you know yours? If you do, rate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> rate and review. Rate and review yourself five stars. Yeah. And then do it to us as well, because we deserve it. Yeah. Realize your worth. Okay. Now, at the beginning of the episode, we said something about a Dropbox you could go to to access every character sheet from previous episodes, and we told you to check the show notes. I lied. It wasn't in the show notes. Actually, it was. I'm looking at the show notes right now. They are definitely in there. Excuse me. I lost my train of thought. Somebody's a bad conductor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's me with my life. I am bad at conducting I, it. I feel that. Somebody somebody give me J.J. Abrams. Maybe you can help me out. Yeah, I don't want J.J. Abrams directing my life. He didn't have a plan for the for the sequel trilogy. That's, yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, give me a, uh, give me a, uh, who's a good director? I like Edgar Wright's films, most of them. I don't know how he is as a person, though. I don't know who that is. He made uh, Baby Driver and... I think he directed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and then he also oh, did... Oh, I saw that one. Uh, he did the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy, a.k.a. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, the, was it The World's End? I have never seen... I've never seen those. Hot Fuzz. Not gonna lie to you. What? They're so good. I've heard, but... <laughs> Anyways, yeah. That's yeah. what I got so on my can... roster. But anyway, back on track, the link to get to that Dropbox... If you didn't just go straight to, you know, literalcatbot.start.page or check it in the show notes, if you want to just type in bit.ly slash literalcatpod, then that will take you to the Dropbox folder with every character sheet from this episode and previous episodes. If you don't see this episode in there the day this comes out, that is because I forgot, but it will probably be in there within a day or two. Look, I'm just being honest with you. It happens sometimes. Finally, we mentioned at the beginning, we have a Patreon. Now, if you this is your first episode, you may be thinking, oh, patreon.com slash literal cat pod. You would be wrong. The Patreon is patreon.com slash badger trove. Because while literal cat pod is the only thing going on over there at the moment, I am, in fact, working on some other things to potentially publish under, like, an umbrella brand thing that Austin and I are sharing now. Mm-hmm. And that that brand is is Badger Trove. <laughs> Gotta love the brand. Yep. I think that's everything that we needed to mention. So Austin, you want to sign us off with a cat pun? Absolutely I do, Joel. Everybody, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're looking good and feline great. We'll uh, see you next time. <laughs>